0: you this is J Cole. What's up, Miss LMA? Yo, what up? It's your boy Meek Millie, man. Blazing the hottest hip hop in RB. <laughs> <laughs> WBRU 360. 101.1 FM. 101.1 FM, FM WBRU360 is the midday spark up right here every Tuesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And I'm here with my guy, DJ franchise. Franchise, what up? What's up, people? Another day, another Tuesday. Today is uh, December 5th. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. That is December now We are technically um, knocking on 2024's door right now And I'm super excited for the new year I'm super excited for the new seasons, right? I just love being in New England And being able to experience every single season Right now we are headed into the brutal, brutal cold um, So it's time to bundle up But um, before we start the show I do want to say that we have a guest in the house We have the Rudy... Cabrera, not francisco i said that on instagram and that's so embarrassing because i've known rudy for years now um and that is another poet but we have the one and only rudy rue right here who will be talking about la broa show coming to trinity rep in january super exciting and I'm, I'm so glad that you hit me with this because um, it's a story that I've been intrigued by for a long time. Of course, it's based on, um, loosely based on the life of Doña Fefa, if you know, you know, on the south side of the province. But before we get into that, I have some shout outs, announcements, and some mentions. This past weekend was the Renaissance weekend. Again, Beyoncé comes through to shake the world. She had everybody in theaters dancing. Um, The people at my show were not really dancing, but we were still in good spirits, and it was great. It was amazing, of course. We got to get an inside scoop on what Beyoncé's thinking was just always so intriguing and so inspiring, and to see her in her most vulnerable state and her most human state was very beautiful. I think it's been a long time coming since... Beyonce started that we get to see her in this new light and she comes in with 20 million dollars in this opening weekend for this film. I wish it was more documentary than it was more concert because I already saw the concert and it just made me want to go back to the show and see her again. It was it was very, very dope. And I was there with my daughter and it had me super emotional because she was talking about her and Blue Ivy and Blue Ivy performing at the show. So it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful film. Um, I recommend it, especially if you did not get to see her in concert. This is the best way to go see it. Um um, to go see the the concert on big screen. and I want to give a shout out also to Ken. Ken is doing after hours now. I don't know if y'all know, mm. but Ken is the uh, one and only what is it called I guess like upper Echelon South food Southern food um, in downtown Providence and they have really good drinks. I had I don't know if it's because it's been a long time, but I had the best Henny and Coke this weekend I ever had. Um, I know that's not a, like a complex drink, but it's super delicious. It's and I, was out I don't know what it was, but the ratio was perfect. Um And speaking spot. of drinks, I want to give a shout out to Base PVD, Michael, who um, is right now in a competition. So go vote for him. You can vote for him every day. And the competition is for him to be on a cover of a bartender magazine and take home $10,000. And he said with that $10,000... He would invest it into his brand and his space. Of course, if you know Booth on Main in Pawtucket, then you know about Michael. Shout out to Mala as well. And I want to give a happy birthday shout out to Pharrell Jackson. Jackson, Jackson, right? Michael Jackson on the hip-hop and hip-hop-infused artist. Who has been through some trials and tribulations, to say the least, this past year, and I'm just happy to see him in good spirits. I want to give a shout out to Alex Sandoval, the vector and editor who works for Jeremiah, whose birthday is tomorrow, and Charlotte Apricot, a creative, aka Stephanie, whose birthday is later this week, and Juan Wilson's birthday is next week, next Tuesday. And yesterday was officially Hove Day. It was Jay Z's 54th birthday. Wow, wow, we what a legacy what a mogul what a legend and i'm so glad that i am born in this time to get to see jay-z's full career blossom um and i'm also very happy that i got to see the um the exhibition uh, a book of hove in brooklyn it was super dope super inspiring i have pictures and for what like what do we do for pictures right with pictures we just take pictures record all the time and just have them on our phones and we never know where they really go um December 9th from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., we have a uh, pajama night, Pajama Express. Build your own gingerbread house, hot cocoa station. Write a letter to Santa, story time, games, and more. Tickets are $10, and you can RSVP by December 4th. Um, I'm pretty sure you can still RSVP to that. I got to make sure, but still hit them up that'll be on Smith Hill Annex Center 231 Douglas Ave Providence Rhode Island 02908 and this is provided by Experience RI a new event curating company shout out to them they got a lot of program coming out and for tickets you can cash up them at Money Sign The Experience RI a pajama party for all kids pull up December 9th 5pm to 7.30pm and tis the season we are here when we get back we'll be talking to Rudy about La Roa
1: no, no.
0: But when I get my car back activated, I'm back to Vegas Cause I always had a passion for flashing Before I had it, I closed my eyes and imagined a good life Life I live Better than the life you live, you're saying? Or is your life the good life?
1: Nah, I'm just <laughs> singing his song. He's great. Okay, so. okay.
0: <laughs> I wanted to be nosy, trying to get all up in your business, per usual. We're back, 101.1 FM, RU360. You are now tuned into the Midday Spark Up. Christina Seth, DJ franchise, and we are here with Rudy Rue, actor and good. poet, who will be talking about La Broa a little later. But before we get into that, we have some pop culture. Um, of course Ashanti And I'm not. I'm saying of course like I know these people But they are expecting Ashanti and Nelly They are having their first baby Ashanti's first baby Nelly's uh, third child right now He has two older kids So this will be his first baby in a long time And all I gotta say is Nelly, you did the right thing sir You locked it in You said never again will I lose Ashanti in this life Even if they do break up They're stuck together Wow, powerful. Um, and moving on, we have Jeannie Mai, who has uh, who was on the Jennifer Hudson talk show, saying that she was just as surprised as everybody else when uh what's his name? Young Jeezy filed for divorce. Apparently, she found out when everyone else found out that they were getting a divorce, which is really wild. And you can tell by you can tell that she's really affected by this, obviously, of course, right? A divorce is not easy. But she is emotional every time they bring it up, which is super, super heartbreaking. And so crazy. I did not, like, I just expected better from Jeezy. I mean, we don't know these people personally, right? Everything is speculation based on what they show us and give us on um, these media outlets. But to divorce somebody and not tell them before you tell the world is kind of wild. Rudy, do you want to get married? We talk about love here a lot.
1: Mm. I don't, I don't think about it. You don't think about it? <laughs> nah, I don't but think if about it. But
0: hap- like if you meet somebody, is marriage like I'll, an I'll, option?
1: I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Okay. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? So you
0: you are very similar to I this man over here. I can focus on the present. I'm That's not it. getting married. I'll be straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> Franchise is going to be 60 going down the aisle. He's really a lover, a lover yeah. boy on the low. Uh, also, NBA Youngboy responds to Joe Budden, because Joe Budden is saying that the music is trash right now in hip-hop, and he has a video shouting most of the time on this instagram you could tell i'm aging because i'm like what is this little boy yelling about please it's 9 p.m i'm in bed but um he threatened joe button and he called him out and he said come and see me he's talking that my music is trash um, look at all this money I got, you know, waving the money phone up in the air and not whatever. A but the
1: fan be a young
0: boy. Yeah, I'm not a big fan either. I, I can acknowledge that, you know, he has been successful, one of the highest played or streamed artists in the past five years, especially on YouTube. He has a very good track record on YouTube. But I feel like me personally, I don't agree with everything Joe Budden says, especially recently with the whole Diddy scandal and him not saying anything, right? But I will say he's usually spot on when it comes to music, and I agree with him. I'm not a fan of NBA Young Boys music, but I do know that he has his audience and that he's super popping and popular and making money. So, young man, make your money and move along. There's no need to pay attention to Joe Budden, whatever he gotta say. If it bothers you that much, then, I don't know, do like, uh, what's his name, Little Yachty. Who decided to just flip and just all of a sudden now he's a fan of hip-hop he studies hip-hop he's becoming a better lyricist he collaborated with people like j cole who also was very critical of his music so i feel like we're seeing a turnaround in hip-hop a very 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 slow turnaround in hip-hop but slow progress is better than no progress and uh, Jonathan Majors was recently in court on the 29th of November, seen with his new girlfriend, uh, Megan Good. And now the tables have turned. His accuser is now being charged <laughs> with seven counts, seven criminal counts, um, Jonathan Major going against her now in court. And when they spotted him in public, they asked him, hey, do you have any comments? All oh, he did will smile um i'm not gonna say anything about this case because i believed it i always believed the woman first especially being someone that has experienced violence and i feel like domestic violence is a lot more common than we think it is so we should always believe the woman but we'll see how this plays out and continues to play out it's looking real slow for the accuser because now she's the what is the opposite of a accusee? i don't know the law terms i don't i don't it's law is Dependent. not my thing what is it? She's now the defendant. Defend There we go. Good job. Look at you. Wisdom coming through. <laughs> Show your age. There you go. Put me in my place, franchise. Um, yeah, so it's very interesting because a lot of people that were talking about Jonathan Majors are moms, right? Under the comments, we're not seeing all the slander that we saw earlier this year when he was first accused. Um, so that's very, very interesting um and yeah pop culture is always a mess per usual every week i could go on and on about the celebrity mess out there and it is very entertaining but when we come back we'll be talking to rudy rue about the new play that's coming at trinity rap all the dominicans who are listening shout out to y'all we'll be talking about la when we come back I- 101one FM, WBRU FMWBRU360. You are now tuned into the midday spark up. If you are just tuning in, we are here with Rudy Rue, aka Rudy Cabrera, who is actor and poet right here from Rhode Island. Um this man, I just want first of all, I have to flex a little bit for you because I know you don't usually do it for yourself. Um, he is one of the best poets to come out of not only this region, this state, this region, and but also in this country overall. He has been all over the country competing for poetry and has been in spaces with legends. Um, and most recently, he was in the same room as Amanda Shea. If you know anything about Amanda Shea, you know she is also somebody who is creating a legacy. Mo Brown, um, the New York Rican Cafe. These are all things that if you are in the Princess poetry scene or tap in. What is it? Princeton's power. There you go. Um, um, uh, the legendary lizard in Boston as well um So if you are tapped in just a little bit like I am, then you know that this man is um, nothing short of an icon. So I'm always happy to see you. Um, But you are an actor as well on the flip side of poetry. And today you are here to promote La Broa, which is coming to Trinity Rep. Something I'm super excited for because I've always been interested, of course, in the Dominican history here because I myself am Dominican. Um, So let's just just dive right into it. How would you... Describe La specifically South Side of Providence to someone that's not from here.
1: Um, I would say for somebody who's who's never been there, I would describe it as one of Providence's cultural epicenters. Mm It's 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 a it's a spot that you feel you feel a lot of, a lot of culture while you're there um specific latino culture especially but also it's a, it's a blend you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um but i would say it's one of our cultural epicenters it's a it's an area that everybody in providence is familiar with that goes to enjoy themselves you know what i mean party it's you know it's 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 our lively it's it's it's, a, it's our lively strip, like, mm. you know what I'm saying, of yes. Providence. Very you know what vibrant. What yeah.
0: Especially in the summertime. And now with only two lanes on the road, <laughs> it's mad traffic all the time. People are just going down there to flex their new tinted windows, mm-hmm. freshly uh, car washed. Um, but I want to ask you, because I, I know what it is for me, what I always think about when when I think about the South Side, what I always think about. But what are some staples for you, some memorable Either places, locations, or people, memories you have of the South Side.
1: Oh, for me, um, the most memorable thing, especially in my childhood, was definitely the Dominican Festival. Mm, Cause yeah. I, I grew up, I, so Oof. I grew up in a Christian household that was kind of strict, so we didn't really. Go to too much stuff You right. know what I mean And it was like The DR Fest was like I got come to get on, my Kind of like my fix You know what <laughs> I'm saying Of like rebellion A little bit You know yeah. what I mean Back so.
0: in the day The Dominican festival was <laughs> We were celebrating Four days straight Facts. Facts Pulling out chairs Sitting outside With loud music uh, It's very much regulated now Compared to And my aunt to used before. to live
1: she used to live right there. On um, Broad Street? Yeah, she used to live right well, there on wild. Broad Street. So when the Dominican festival was going on, me mm-hmm. and my siblings would stay over her house. There you go. So we would, we, you know, and my aunt was mad cool. So we would be able to, like, leave later than, like, normally we would go out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, if we're back home and stuff There's like that. There's always that, that one I mean? aunt that's like, shh, yeah, I'm
0: not going to tell yeah, nobody, but you can yeah. hit the streets if you want Shout
1: to. to <laughs> 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 um, and I the Tia
0: Um And, of course, you're here to promote La Broa. Tell us that's, a little bit about this play.
1: Um so the play the play is a show that is honoring um the 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 first like Hispanic uh communities that that migrated to Providence um specific individuals who uh opened up businesses and got involved politically um from various backgrounds from Colombians to Dominicans to Puerto Ricans to Guatemalans all all kinds of people that came and migrated to Providence and um the show is based off of a book that um, Marta Martinez, who is the head of the Rhode Island Latino Arts Association, um, wrote. Uh, uh, and she interviewed the same people that I'm talking about. And so this guy Orlando, uh, who's been an artist in Providence for, for a decade now, actually took the book and formulated it into a play. So it's 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 very it's very closely based off of real experiences, real people, real stories and people that were trailblazers in in our community and stuff like that. And so that's that's essentially what the play is. It's a play to honor um, those who came and made sacrifices, came here, not knowing the language, but still Mm. found a way to build a community and showing the beginnings of some of the things that if you're younger, like myself, we just grew up seeing yeah, and not really, yeah. not really knowing, not really knowing mm-hmm. the the whole background of how this even got here. You know what I'm saying? Because like going back, going back to the conversation about Broad Street, for me, there's a certain association that I have with it that this show is even educating me on. And I'm born and mm-hmm. raised in Providence my whole life. You understand what I'm saying? So you're finding like,
0: new things too. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely, 100%. You know, it's it's teaching me a lot about. Because um, you know, the way that I've always associated brochure was more like hood, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Of course. Hood. It going feels to house like this song,
0: This back, this instrumental that we're hearing in the back, it feels like. You know what that. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Very exactly. hip hop, very raw and rugged. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: going to the club. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Going to house parties and stuff mm-hmm. like oh, that. And not you the know house what I mean? Parties, all child. that, all that. You know what I mean? And then always leaving, like. I, I had the best luck because I would always leave like twenty minutes before stuff got crazy at those house <laughs> parties.
0: You left on time to grab a chimney?
1: huh? The chimi truck? No, 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 because we had church the next day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll be right back. The Rudy Room, keep it locked. FM, WBRU360, Midday Spark Up, Christina Seth, DJ Franchise, and we are here with Rudy Rue, who is here to talk about La Broa coming to Trinity Rep. If you are from the South Side Providence, you need to come out and support this, or if you're just anybody from um, Providence who's interested in the history and the stories of those that created um, something out of nothing really because it was this is we always forget I let me speak for myself I always forget that this is a predominantly white state mm. um, and we are fortunate enough to be from a city or nearby cities that are more cultural and have more of a blend of ethnicities and backgrounds here so I'm always proud to be where I'm from and uh, I'm happy to have you here to talk about this. And so I want to um, go into a little bit about your acting history because you say you acted first before you started poetry. So, yep. uh, but if anybody has seen you perform, I think that people can say like even in your poetry, you're kind of being theatrical. So, yeah, for sure. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> your acting history.
1: Um, well, from where? From what? Just from where like you the beginning? started from? Yeah, well, the beginning. The first, the first spark was. Um, in, in ninth grade, actually, um, so so my mother was uh, not giving me any passes for being, you know, uh, uh, lackluster in my in school and and, and kind of like grades. not doing anything at <laughs> home and stuff like that. She was like, "You're not about to waste my time. So you either got to get an after-school hobby or a job. You I pick love that. which one." And um, you know, I wasn't into sports or anything like that. And so I eventually, a, a teacher, uh, an English teacher, not my English teacher, a different teacher by the name of Mr. Colonino. Um, he just he talked to me one day. He just liked the way I carried myself and, and offered it to me. He was like, oh, we're doing a theater program. You ever thought about acting? I was like, I've been acting a fool my whole life. Maybe I'll be <laughs> eyed at it. So he invited me to audition. I auditioned and he told me I had like some natural, mm. natural abilities. He was like, That's you know, fire. with some work, you could really be really good. I want to invite you to the, to the show. So I went the next the next week to meet everybody else in the show. On the way there, in my head, I was, these are my hard headed years, you know what I'm saying? In my mind, I was like trying to figure out an excuse to not do it, but I walked in and Let there were two fine long... girls in the program. Uh, see, and it and always comes where back it started. to girls. Franchise. That was what started. See what I mean? What had me in there.
0: How long do you think you were in your hard headed phase, like as a man? Because I feel like a lot of ladies listening are wondering.
1: Thankfully, it was short lived. And, and thankfully, there were. Um, a lot of things in place um, uh, for me to not get super caught up into mm-hmm. anything. Um, one thing, being my family, um, I had a mother who knew, who was very, very aware of her son. She, mm. she knew me, and she knew not to let me be around certain places unwatched. Um, and, and, and also, too, a lot of my friends that did get into that lifestyle, I didn't meet them in that context. I met them through my mom's church wow. when they were super young. So there was a certain amount of respect that they always had for my mom because my mom mm-hmm. would always let them come over my house. You know what I'm saying? So so there was a certain respect that they had where they kind of kept a lot of that away from me. Mm. So my hardheadedness really only really got to span really in school for the most part. You know what I'm saying? And then like what we were talking about earlier, like going to house parties and stuff, those were the moments where I got to be rebellious. And, and to be honest, I also feel like that's part of the reason why I got into hip-hop because it was so rebellious. Because, mm-hmm. uh, because, even myself or whatever like being being dominican i didn't grow up with like a lot of cuz like i said i grew up in a in a religious household so my association for a long time with being dominican was with the church Okay. You understand? It's a very so different perspective. It's a very different mm-hmm. perspective. I didn't grow up on merengue, bachata, salsa, all that So like, my you know family know is
0: basically full of heathens compared to yours. <laughs> because the way we was um doing the perrito uh, popping our backs at like right, 9 already. Right,
1: right. See, I had to go to the house parties to start to getting into that, that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So you know, so so but then but then hip hop was like rap music specifically was like, you know, it was it was rebellious in the way that I that I that I loved, like, you know what I'm saying? And and um, the first song that I ever heard was well, the first one that made me fall in love with rap was DMX, Rough Riders Anthem. So wow. out the gate, I took to the more harder, a aggressive, lot of grimy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and unfortunately, that was also a time period where, and I think a lot of people made this mistake where being street was the image of a man that we respected.
0: Right. The dope you know what boy. I'm saying? And you had mm-hmm. to
1: learn. You had to learn to grow up and mature. And be able to appreciate the regular blue collar working man, you know what I'm saying? Somebody like my father, even. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't appreciate what my father was when I was a young kid and stuff like that. And then now, growing up, looking back on it, and seeing how much he sacrificed for us, as uh, you know, what I'm saying, uh, in the family and everything like that, how. Every time I laid my head on that pillow at night, I never had to question whether he was going to be there the next day. Whenever something mm. broke in the house, he was there to work on it. It might, you know, it was like it was like kind of janky or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to like rub <laughs> these two wires to make the toaster to work. You know what I'm saying? You might get electrocuted, might not. So you both know what your I'm parents but,
0: were together when yeah, you were growing up. Yeah. Are they still together? Yeah. Wow. Because mm-hmm. you, I ask that because I always find it interesting when people find themselves earlier like there's a lot of self-discovery they usually come from or from what i found they usually come from a a, a two-parent home so it's interesting to see where you are today um and and i hope your mom is as proud as i am it, so I'm gonna have to come over in, and talk to her about her son.
1: All right. she do, does she know how she
0: ever seen you perform? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For okay, sure. Good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah,
1: nah. They, right. they, my whole my whole family like um, it was known when I would be in plays, it would be notorious that like the day that like my peoples are coming, it's gonna be a whole group, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, I would have my own cheering section and stuff like that. I love that. Uh, story, real quick, before we got time. I play a song for you though. This thing right here.
0: They call me. What's up? This is City Girls. It, it's all hip hop and R&B. Doing it big, baby, baby. You're listening to WBRU360 101.1 FM 101.1 FM WBRU360. We are here with Rudy Rue who is here to promote La Broa coming to Trinity Rep. When does that come out? What are the dates?
1: um previews will be starting january 18th on my birthday by the way hey. and um the show will continue all the way up until february 18th um there will be shows from wednesday all the way to sunday every week once uh, once the show goes up um two shows on saturdays and two shows on sundays at 2 p.m and a 7 30 on those days um yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of shows. And
0: what's your role look like in this play? Like, how how deep in it are you?
1: Well, I think there's there's um, it's it's one of those plays where it's because it's a lot of characters and a lot of stories involved. I'm probably gonna play like four or five characters. You know what really? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people outside of the two go Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> professor? I'm saying I'm though, four or five. <laughs> Which to be honest, I came up doing that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when you would do Shakespeare play certain Shakespeare plays and stuff instead mm-hmm. of trying to find someone else to play a character, it's like, oh okay, well, well Sh- you're not doing anything in this. Shakespeare scene, so go also ahead. did that
0: in real life. He used yeah. men to play women parts. Right,
1: right, all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, so um. So, yeah nah so so I'm probably gonna play like like five like five characters together the only two I think the only two characters that don't change up in the show are the two main characters okay um, and uh, and that's that's the uh, the Doña fefa inspired character oh, and also so the excited. Marta Martinez mm-hmm. inspired character which is a uh, 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 in in the context of the play um, she's a woman from she's a Mexican woman from Texas okay that is at Providence College and is doing Oof, and, that's and and ends up meeting the Doña Fefa character inspired character At randomly PC. yeah ends up randomly meeting her and and forms a bond with her and wants to do like a piece on her for her for her uh, for an assignment that she has in college which was like very reminiscent of Malta's story and how that book that I mentioned wow. earlier that inspired the whole play came about. So. No,
0: I, I I need to go see this. I missed yeah. you last time at the Trinity Rep because of COVID yeah, and all the yeah, things that yeah. were happening. Um, but I did get to too. see you in the, also the hip hop um, horror film that you were uh, in as yeah, well, yeah. which was Deep Pretty fire. Thank you. Um, shout out to, to you for that. Shout out that, to Shystie. Shout out to Shystie. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, That was... I was very impressed by that. Thank you. Not only by you and your performance, but by the idea and the script and everything. So I feel like you always do work that is kind of representative of who you are or you're able to showcase your talents. And, you know, the way you were able to uh, you actually did the freestyle right here on the franchise report (laughs) for that for Deep Red. And I was like, how the (laughs) hell is he remembering all these words that's like people don't understand the work that it takes not only yeah. to act but to remember your lines and, and everything in the process
1: but the mind is it's a, a muscle process, yeah. the mind is a muscle and you, you do push like,
0: ups and... back yeah. there no, right no, so no. You, are, you, are you in push up mode already or? oh I'm getting there okay. I'm getting
1: there for sure you know what I'm saying I'm doing, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm, doing I'm doing a lot of uh, shadow boxing workouts or whatever because ah. I got because I got to get my body loose okay. so it's not about getting big and, and muscular or nothing like that or whatever it's you know the be blood flowing. To move around. yeah because with, with, with theater you got to have a lot of a lot of endurance mm-hmm. because especially with the run that I I mean listen to the schedule that I just told you right from January 18th to February 18th a full month I'm gonna be in a show I'm gonna have to do a show every day from Wednesday to Sunday two my shows gosh. on Saturday two shows on Sundays and my personal life doesn't stop either mm-hmm. so I gotta I gotta I gotta manage that as well you know what I'm saying and so with the theater like it's it's a it's a two hour show you gotta be able to have at least for me I, I'm only speaking for myself. But for me, I like to make sure that I have a certain physical stamina and endurance built in because there's moments where your mind is not going to be all the way locked in. Mm-hmm. Just, it's, just, it's just natural. It happens. You're doing the same thing over and over and kinda over again. Out right? a little bit. A little bit. Your mind naturally is going to get fatigued. You know what I'm saying? So you need your body to be able to compensate for that and almost kind of go into autopilot sometimes when your mind can't be all the way hundred percent there, you know what I'm saying? So but that but that's what I love about it is that it, it I love the theater because it forces me to be more disciplined. Because with poetry I can rehearse on that on my own. Right. You know what I'm saying? In my own time. To be on to be honest And it's
0: for a short period of time.
1: I'll say I'll say I will say this. I will say this on air Are you gonna flex? to the public. No 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 I'm I'm just okay. gonna make a point about about I love a poetry. Good flex moment. It maybe it might be a flex. I don't know. I don't look at it like a flex. I just but but when if I have a set like if I'm booked for a set, right? Let's say it's like 10 minutes. That's three three poems, 3 minutes each or whatever. Very light work, right? I don't rehearse or put my set together until I get to the venue.
0: You practice on the spot in your head?
1: I practice when I get there wow. because that's why. Because if unless I'm doing something new, if I'm not doing any new pieces, and I'm just pulling from the rolodex of of poems that I have. Mm, I really want to get to I want to get to the venue, and I want to feel the energy of the venue. I want to feel the vibe. I, you know, I take notes of, of what's going on in the spaces. Is there is there fans of the hip hop here. Is there is there uh, uh, Latino people here? What's what's the energy here? And then from there is where I, I draw. So every set that I do, even if I'm not doing new material. It's a it's a new set because I've handcrafted I've handpicked these poems wow. for this night. You know, spoken what I'm like a true so.
0: artist. And I will say, the first time I was bold enough and daring enough and had the audacity to perform poetry, of course I had to hit up my guy Rudy and ask him for advice. Let me tell you, that day I was so nervous, my palms were sweaty. I was in the bathroom doing pushups because Where, I remember you saying like getting your I hope blood. Hope you wash going. your hands afterwards. <laughs> doing pushups in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, this, I am not a poet, okay? But I'm looking at people like Rudy Rue, Janae, and Amanda Shea, even Shamari, right? Like somebody we've seen blossom um, into this great poet. And and it's just incredible. I'm always in awe of all the work that you do. You know, we watch, we listen to poetry the same. We close our eyes and Mm we bow our head, right? Because that's how you... That's how we feel it. And yeah, and I'm so excited to see you in this new play, La Broa, coming to Trinity Rep. Go out there and support and, and be loud and proud when you get there. Bring your flags, yeah. yep. bring your, your shirts or whatever so out. we can show Trinity Rep that we need more shows like this that have the representation that we need, yeah. especially when it comes from stories right here from home. So. I'm super excited to see you there. Um I hope all is well and thank you for coming through and, and sharing your your story and I'm excited to see you on that stage for the yeah. first time. Yeah. My know, right? first time. Yeah, for real. Not yours. For real. This is like for your real. third, fourth time at Trinity Rep, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's it, a flex it's, in itself
0: because not a lot of people could get in there.
1: Yeah, this will be the third the third main stage show that I do. But then um some years ago, um, I did the uh the Teatro in el Verano, the Summer Shakespeare mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bilingual um show, whatever. So five five Trinity associated, you know so what I'm saying, uh, shows that I've done Tell so.
0: Tell the people where they can follow you.
1: Uh you could you could really hit me up on Instagram at it's Rudy rue I T S R U D Y R U. You can hit me up on Facebook. I don't really check it too much if I'm being totally honest. So just just hit me on the gram, man. Just hit me on. the gram is yes. where I'm at. The gram is where I'm at. You know what i
0: At Trinity Rep coming this January, 2024. <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week. You can follow me on Instagram, Sev underscore Christina with no H. And, uh, yeah. Next week, every Tuesday, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., right here on 101.1 FMWB.
1: Let's you... go! This
0: is... The station that keeps it rocking 24 7. Ladies and, Ladies and gentlemen, and w-